Have you recently switched to T-Mobile Home Internet and are currently suffering from 5G home internet issues? Have you had mobile phone users take priority over your signal? Get Xfinity Internet. With three times more bandwidth, supersonic speeds, and reliable connections you can count on, Xfinity gives you internet that works the way it's supposed to. All you have to do is take the first step. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Welcome to the Ninja News Show with the Angry Ninja. All right, it's time for the Ninja News and Politics Show. What? Um, yeah, wow, a lot's been going on in the, the news and, and Ninja Dome and all that craziness, and we're just going to hit up on some of it. Um, not a lot, but there's some major things going on right now, and we're going to talk about it for a minute. Um, and I kind of got away from doing this podcast. I started putting everything up on the, the S thing or Ninja Podcast. And um, so if you want to go back and hear some stuff I said in the past uh, about some of these situations, you need to get on the Ask the Your Ninja Podcast. And honestly, hit up all the ones in the, the Ask the Your Ninja Network. I got several podcasts. They're all great. Um, some of them are a little slow right now. Um, my D&D podcast kind of fell through because the group fell apart. I'm trying to get another new group. Start over on that one. But we'll get to that. That'll be in, in the future. And I need to get some good guests for outrageous stories. I'm really, I have more stories, but I want other people's stories too. So you have a good outrageous story, by all means, come on, tell me an outrageous story, make it funny, we'll go from there. But, to the news. So, two big things in the news, three big things, three, three, we'll do, three, two, whatever, we'll go there. We're going to talk about January 6th. There's no, it's, it's the elephant in the room, we're not, I'm not Fox News, I'm not going to not talk about it. Which in itself was news. Fox News didn't want to cover it. Like, come on. But I, I, I dig you don't like what they're saying, but that doesn't mean you don't get to talk about it. You're the news. Like, throw up your biased opinion of it. Go ahead. That's what everybody else is doing. Like, uh, I personally like uh, what MSNBC's doing um, uh, with it, where they're just literally showing the entire thing unedited unscripted just bam here it is we're showing it no commercials blah when they have a, a pause when they're switching the panel whatever they have their commentaries on they talk about it and they throw up their side of view whatever and then they go back and they just show it so you can watch it yourself and make your decisions i like that now of course if you want to listen to their after show you're going to hear a whole lot of what their opinions are and what they think this means and all that kind of stuff, and it becomes opinion news. But as far as the actual watching it, MSC is just putting it up straight, nothing else to it. I think CNN's doing the same thing, and Fox News really is the only one that isn't, which I think they're missing an opportunity there. They should do exactly what MSNBC wants to put it up, show it, and then have their commentary at the end. That makes sense. My commentary time. Something they're not talking about. Ah. Uh, that has blown my mind on this one is who they're interviewing right now. Who their witnesses are right now. Not one single Democrat. Everyone's like, oh, this is a biased kangaroo court. Well, the people who are going Trump. Or this is a biased kangaroo court. They don't know whether... It's all Republicans. And more importantly, it's all Republicans connected to Trump or connected to Pence. It's 
Pence's lawyer. It's Trump's lawyers. It's Bill Barr. It was Ivanka Trump testifying against her father. Come on. We're not talking about nobody. Jared Kushner saying some really dumb stuff. Like, the whole world's falling apart. And they're like, well, what, what do you think about what this? He goes, I was just trying to get partisan. I wasn't paying attention. Um, well, the entire legal team were so disgusted by this, they said they were going to quit. Yeah, they were just a bunch of whiners. They always threatened to quit because we were doing something. When the entire White House legal team is like, if y'all do this, we're all going to quit because we don't want to go to jail. You don't dismiss that as they're a bunch of whiners. Do you listen to what they have to say? They all became attorneys and they're all smarter than you. Smarter than me, too. I'm just saying. You don't become an attorney at the White House if you're a dumbass. But yeah, but it's all Republicans that were close to the president, close to the vice president, and that knew what was going on. Or people that were on the ground filming what happened. Like, these aren't these aren't left-leaning witnesses. These are all people who, when this is all over, are probably going to try to help Trump get elected again. Like, that's the deal. And the stuff they're putting out there is oh, inflammatory towards Trump like you would not believe. Oh, my God, Trump's... I don't know how Trump yeah, comes back from this. I don't. He will. He's like a cockroach. He'll survive a nuclear storm if he doesn't end up in jail. And when I say he doesn't end up in jail, I don't think it's going to be because of the January 6th committee. I think it'll be because of what he did in Georgia and his investigation is his real estate company. Uh, he made a big mistake, made himself a big public target, and pissed off all the attorneys in America. So, they're all looking at every business deal he's ever done. And you don't become one of the top real estate moguls in New York by not doing some shady shit. It's pretty much a requirement of the job. So he's done some shady stuff, and now they're investigating it. And I think that's actually what's going to get him. I think he'll, I think he'll be in jail, or before 2024. That's I think that's what happened. I think uh, the Republican Party will end up running Ross DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron. I hate Mickey Mouse DeSantis, Ron. I'm costing my state millions in taxes and bonds because I got mad at Disney for not liking my. Uh, yeah, that guy. Um, which, let's talk about this Disney thing real quick. We're just gonna kind of snuck into that one, but wasn't really planned on talk, but it, okay. We talk about freedom of speech, freedom of ideal, freedom of all this stuff in America. We don't legally punish our enemies, blah, blah, blah. We were talking, this man took away a status given to the Disney company in Florida where Disney was paying for all the stuff to run this county so they had free reign to do what they wanted. And they weren't doing anything crazy. They were building attractions and bringing in revenue to the state. And they were paying taxes. They paid more taxes than any other company in Florida. They still are. They're not even going to be paying that much more. And it doesn't even work out the balance because when now that Florida has to take over the cost of running that county that Disney was covering, it's going to cost them billions. Um, because Disney disagreed with his political view and put money into trying to stop a law they didn't like, which is their right under the current laws as a corporation to do that. And they were financially punished by a law passed in Florida for expressing their right to preview. That's, that's what happened. And somehow, 
that's okay because it's a Republican state and nobody will say nothing. But if somebody did that to a Republican-leaning company, it would be the end of the world. Like, Disney didn't break any laws. Disney just said, hey, we don't like this, so we're going to, you know, fund against it. The law passed, so you already won. But you had to be bitter and punish them. You see, that's the problem. That's the guy that's probably end up being the Republican choice. And since the economy's in the crapper, actually, ah, I hate that. The economy's not in the crapper. That's the weird part. The economy's doing really good, but inflation's really high, so it feels like it's in the crapper. It's a really weird system. All the measures they use for measuring the economy are actually up. But since inflation's high, people like me and you and all the other normal people were like, Oh, uh, 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 my butthole hurts. What happened? I got gas. Oh, you eat Taco Bell? Your stomach hurts? No, no, I got gas for my car. Yeah, no. So that's the problem. So Biden's going to lose. It doesn't really matter who the Republicans run at this point with the uh, gas prices being what they are, the price of everything going up, inflation at 9%. Um, let's just be realistic. Unless they get that turned around before 2024, Biden's going to lose. Uh, it's just, yeah, um, the only chance the Democratic Party has is if Biden doesn't run again, they put up somebody else, and they run on hopes and dreams and, and, and say they're actually going to do better, which Biden hasn't done a bad job, but economics are what they are. And the president really doesn't have as many levers as some people think to stop these kind of things. I mean, that's more of the Fed and stuff. And the Fed fucking waited too fucking long to do what they did. And then they had to do it to an extreme point. So instead of a slow stop to the inflation, it's going to be a fucking dead halt. And the economy is going to slam a brick wall. The economy will probably still grow. It's just going to slow down. And it's going to hurt everybody financially. It's just going to hurt. It's going to suck. That's what it is. Um... Hopefully, I mean, people are going to lose jobs. Hopefully, it's not too bad. Hopefully, we can rebound. I mean, the American Americans are awesome. Americans are resilient. We always rebound, but it's going to be a painful, painful period. And it happens. It happened in, uh, in 2007, 2008. I think it was 2008 with George W. Bush in office. Um, and again, there wasn't a whole lot George W. Bush could stop do to stop it. The, the banks... Did a bunch of subprime loans and bad things happen. This is what happens when you don't, you know, when you let banks be unregulated. Um, so yeah, not a lot, not a lot the president can do about that. But yeah, so back to January six, they are in all these people in to testify against Trump or just about what happened that day, and who thought, who knew it would make Pence look like an American hero? Like I've never liked Pence, and not because. I mean, I disagree with his political views, but he just seemed like a dry, go-along-with-anything kind of guy. Like, I'll do whatever you want, whatever. As long as I get to come look at my wife's ankle, I'll be happy. Whoa, whoa, don't go past the ankle now. Just the ankle. Um, just dry, toast. Not even toast, just bread. Just bland. Nothing exciting. No backbone. Nothing. He just kind of seemed like a wet blanket. He's just there. And it turns out I was wrong. And I will say I'm wrong. It turns out Pence reached a point where he's like, look, Trump, everybody's telling you this is bad, except for some people giving me really bad advice, like two people. Everybody's telling you it's not legal. Everybody's telling you you lost the election fairly, that there was no fraud. And your response is 
to get a line and, and stuff. And what you want me to do is not legal. One person does not have the power of the overturn of the election. It never has been, never would be. So I wouldn't even want this power. Even if I did have it, I wouldn't want it. No person should have this power. Not going to do it. He stood up to Trump. And then Trump threatened him. And not like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Threatened him. But like, I won't be your friend anymore. I won't help you. You know, you do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Pence said, okay. And then he went into the, the Senate for the, the certify the votes and began to certify the votes. He did what he was supposed to do. He stood up. When it came down to the protecting democracy and doing what he was supposed to do, he did it. And this was what Trump did to him. Trump sent the mob to the White House, or not the White House, but to the, the Congress. And you can sit here and say he didn't know what they were going to do. He did know what they were going to do. Okay, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But at one point, when Trump was sitting in his little dining room, not listening to his staff, right, just chilling, and he knew they had breached the Capitol. He knew that happened. And his staff starts to beg him to send out a tweet because that's the only way Trump communicates with his fathers was Twitter at Twitter at the time. Please stop this. You can stop this. And that's the time he found out that Pence had basically, what well, he claims betrayed him, but Pence had done what he was supposed to. He didn't try to overturn the election because the election wasn't rigged, it wasn't fraud, and they had proven that. And even shown Trump proof, he just didn't want to believe it. Or he was just crazy. He's either stupid or crazy. Not two things you want as president. And so Trump at that point, after they'd already started to breach the Capitol, and he knew they were breaching the Capitol. He knew it had gone out of control, which it seems like is what he wanted. He knew what was happening. At this point, he knew. And that's when he tweeted out, Pence betrayed him. Pence didn't have the courage. Uh, I get the exact wording because you can't look it up on Twitter no more. Um, but basically he said, you know, this is twin, Pence's fault. Pence has failed us. Pence didn't have the courage to do what needed to be done. And that's when the people who were at the Capitol, already breaching the Capitol, saw that information and they surged and attacked and started chanting, hang my Pence, and went looking for Pence and Pelosi and to kill them. They weren't going to go in there and have a nice conversation. They weren't going to go over there and play nice. They were going to they put up gallows. They were going to hang Pence. Because, and, and rather than calm that down, Trump said on tweet to make it worse, he poured gas on the fire. And you can argue, I'll let you argue all day long, that when this began, he didn't know that was going to happen. But once he knew, he actually sent out something to make it worse. And then thanked the rioters when they left. After they killed cops. Beat cops with fire signatures and poles. And tried to kill members of Congress. He thanked them. Trump is a piece of shit. Trump wanted to maintain power however he could. And he might very well get elected again. If he doesn't end up in jail. I'll be really shocked if he doesn't end up in jail. And again, not for this. The Department of Justice won't charge him for this. I'll guarantee it. Georgia might get him for election tampering. And his real estate license is probably going to get him. And that's it. Oh, and uh, I, I'm not going to get into the whole Ukraine-Russia war. I was going to talk about it for a minute. But you know what? There's a lot there to unpack. Um, so we're not going to get that, but I just want to say fuck Russia. Get that out of the way. Uh, they need to stop. 
They have their own country. Go back to your country. Enjoy your rubles. Chill. If you go back, we'll lift sanctions and the whole world economy will go, because oh. sadly we do need what you have. Uh, and stop blockading. Stopping people from getting food from the Ukraine. Really? Like, again, you don't want the Ukraine to make money, but people need food. You're Putin, you're, you're an asshat. I seriously wish still Team 6 would just go in and assassinate you. We're not going to assassinate leaders. At this point, he's not a leader. He's a dictator. Go shoot him. Just saying. That's what Putin deserves. He deserves to be kicked right in the Putin. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, just a few things. Not a lot. Just a little. Get back into it. I'm trying to do these more. Uh, so, yeah. I absolutely love talking to you guys. Uh, I don't know how many are listening. I don't look at that information because I do this a little bit for me because I enjoy it so much. I hope. I hope this is reaching you. I hope you hear this. And if you want to message me, you can get me on Twitter at CMAN2342. If you want to ask a question, I'll answer it on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Uh, Or if it's really news related, I'll, I'll do it on here. Like, guys, I got a network. I want you, and I want you to come tell me your outrageous story. I want to hear one. I want to know a story. I want to know your story. And I'm going to make fun of it to make jokes, but I'm not going to make fun of it Melissa's way. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to make jokes about it. So be prepared for that. All right, guys, that's it for today. And that's the news, man. We covered some news. How awesome is that? Oh, wait, sidetrack. One last PS news. Um, they don't know why yet. They haven't caught the guy. But if you get a chance, look up Louisville Mayor Gets Hit. Because he got punched out of nowhere. And that's about all the information we have at this particular point in time. Mayor was at an event. Some dude just walked up and cold cocked him. And and not like a little slap, like punched him straight in the face, knocked him down, and then bolted. Gone. Wow. And the video is like, doesn't he have some sort of security? Like, some guy can just walk up to the mayor of Louisville and punch him and run away and get away. The guy's good. Nobody knows who he is yet. That'll probably change. But just, gone. Ninja gone. Didn't even have to drop a smoke bomb. Just ran away. So, yeah. Check that out. All right. Everybody have a wonderful day. That's the news for today. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network. With all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, AskCMan2342. You can get us on Facebook, um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holler at you later. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts.